I guess sometimes vanity metrics get in our way. It's just like, oh, but if I sell too much. But the reality is not everyone sees every post that you do. Not yes. everyone who follows you <laughs> sees all that. So it's probably at the point where you're like, I'm so sick of selling this thing that people are probably just starting to take notice of it and are probably starting to think, oh, yeah, I've probably had enough touch points now to buy that. Hello, beautiful friends. I hope you are doing so, so well today. Welcome to the Seriously in Business podcast. My name is Jackie. I'm a graphic designer who just loves teaching business owners how they can create their own graphics. And so today we've got a really cool episode for you. I am interviewing the wonderful Jen Donovan. And so Jen is like a marketer and extraordinaire. We're actually going to hear her story of how she got in there. It involves going from law to just randomly buying a shop to going into marketing. It's such a cool story. And we chat about the three mistakes that you might be making in your business around marketing. So what things may you be doing wrong, not prioritizing, not doing? Um, and then I want you want to dig into what those three things are. So I know you're absolutely going to love this episode. And if you haven't already, make sure you hit Jen up on social media. And um, just thank you for being here. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a subscriber. Um, And if you are enjoying this podcast, feel free to let your friends know about it too, because I would love to help more people with this podcast. All right. So let's get to know Jen a little bit. Jen Donovan is a marketing thought leader, change maker, coach, and mentor for small businesses, international keynote speaker, best-selling author, and podcaster. She has three podcasts. She's also the founder of Social Media and Marketing Australia, founder of an extremely successful community on Facebook called Buy From The Bush Business, which is currently at 367,000 members. And she's also the co-founder of Spend With Us, Australia's answer to Amazon, but only for rural and regional small businesses. Jen takes her clients from invisible to invincible using strategic marketing principles and is also a community leader and a community believer and is on a mission to ensure that the lost art of human to human marketing and community are seated firmly in everyone's marketing strategy. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to Seriously in Business, the podcast for all things branding, design, marketing, and business strategy for your small business. Hi, I'm your host, Jackie Norton, pro graphic designer and coach at White Deer Graphic Design. This is the podcast for small business owners, aka entrepreneurs who love to have fun and take their business seriously. We'll be diving into DIY graphic design and the crucial role it plays in building a successful business, a business that is not only your passion, but is taken seriously by the world. You'll also get to learn key branding insights from yours truly, as well as gleaning marketing strategy and business advice from epic industry experts. I've supported hundreds, if not thousands of women over the last 10 years to transform their brand and design and in doing so, helping them build successful and sustainable businesses while living the life they love. And today I get to do the same for you. Join us every week for a new episode, ready to fuel you with inspiration, equip you to thrive and get you looking seriously in business. So welcome Jen to the podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Thanks, Jack. Thank you so much for having me. Could only return the favor after I was on your podcast like two, three years ago. I don't even know now. Yeah, yeah I should have looked up the episode, shouldn't I? Um, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but listening now, you're up to like 240 something episodes. So you're smashing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yes, I am. And, you know, had the internet not been playing up pre-doing this, um, I would have had my spreadsheet up with all my uh, podcasts and I could have just easily looked up your number, but I've had to shut everything down to get the cameras to work. Rural internet, you got to love it. Oh, it's always, it's, it makes makes business challenging and fun and keeps us on our toes. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> but no, so I would love to know, the question I love to love, love to love, love to ask all my audience all my audience, all my guests is 
What is an ultimate day in your business and life look like? Like from when you wake up to when you go to bed, what does actually a business day look like? I find that we always see people's lives on Instagram and just see the business side, but like, how are you managing family and cooking and actually relaxing? Like, what does a whole day look like for you? Yeah, um, every day is a little bit different, I guess, depending on what sort of a mood I'm in. But um, I do start the day with a walk. So I actually live about 20 minutes out of town, but I'm that keen for a walk that I travel to town and I pull up at my one of my best friend's houses and we go for a walk for about an hour and we chit chat away and solve the life's problems and, um, you know, all of that sort of thing. So that's really lovely um, to sort of start my day doing that. So probably three or four days a week, I start my days like that. And then I come home and um, I basically jump into work. So depending on how much work I've got on is to whether or not I've done work before my walk or after, I find mornings my most productive. By the time I get to about two or three o'clock, which is normally lunchtime because I've forgotten to have lunch because I'm, you know, busy being busy. Um, and that kind of, yeah, start to wind down a little bit after that. But um, yeah, so as far as work goes, I guess I am probably the worst examples that I do jump into my email. So it is a place that I like to sort of start to make sure there's nothing super urgent there. Um, and then I've normally got a pile of some client work that I normally do. I try and get that out why I'm feeling really productive. Um, I do a couple of government contracts. So there's always, you know, a mentoring session or something, one or two of those to have each day. Um, yeah. And then by the time I get to two or three o'clock, I'm either winding down or, you know, doing things that take less brain power, like maybe doing some graphics on Canva that I find fun or doing some research on a podcast episode that I want to do or my latest fun thing to do is chat GPT, get in there and have a bit of a, a play on chat GPT and see what it spits out, um, all that sort of thing. And um, yeah, and then it's probably about half past five before I turn the computer off. I do have two businesses. So one's an e-commerce business. The other one is marketing and social media, um, mentoring, coaching business. So the last thing of the day is to pay out all the people on my e-commerce platform. So I go in there and make sure there's no new members wanting to join and then pay out all the people that have made sales that day. Um, and then sometimes I head down the kitchen. I have adult children. So we've tried to implement a rule where they all have to cook once a week doesn't work as well as it should um occasionally I get to sit down and um watch tv why one of my semi-adult children cook for me so that's really lovely um Wednesday of course is Ted Lasso night if anyone's addicted to Ted Lasso at the moment um so yeah Wednesday night I sit down and watch Ted Lasso um but yeah I don't know um how I wind down is baths I love my bath. Um, yeah, I often, well, probably three or four times a week, I have myself a bath and watch some TikTok videos or, um, yeah, just have some quiet time in the bath. That sounds like the dream. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. I am, gee, I don't want to wish away the days of a young toddler, but them cooking for me sounds sounds delightful. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but sometimes oh, you have to go, mmm, that was delicious. Mmm. When it's really not. When it's not really. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> All right. That was a great insight. So tell me, how did you first get into your business? Like what was the journey that brought you to where you are now? Um, I, I guess straight out of uni and school, I went into law um, and I did that for about 
probably 17 or 18 years. And um, as my story goes, my best friend and I got way too much wine into us one night and we decided to throw in our corporate jobs and buy a shop. We were like, oh, we want, you know, we just want to work for ourselves and we want to play shop. And I remember like getting out the local newspaper. Oh my God, that shop's for sale. We should buy that shop. And before I knew it, we'd bought the shop and we had a shop and I'd quit my law job. And I'm like, I don't really know how that all happened. It happened very, very quickly. Um, I was so lucky for seven years, I got to work with my best friend every single day. We've been best friends since we were 14 we're still best friends we see each other every weekend still now even working together every day and that's kind of where I found my love for social media and marketing it was kind of like gosh we played shop for about three or four months and all of a sudden it was kind of like this could actually work we could actually make a business out of this and make this profitable. And and so, yeah, that's kind of where marketing and social media came from. And when we sold that business, I went into um, a partnership with my mentor. So I always had a mentor and a coach when I was in my retail business. And he said, come and join me. You do the social media, I'll do the marketing. So we traveled around Australia doing all of that. And um that lasted for probably a good 18 months. But after a while, it was just like, I miss home. I miss my family. I was away so much. Um, so I, yeah, decided to do it for myself. So for the last six years, I've been um, doing marketing, coaching and mentoring and, um, yeah, podcasts and all sorts of things. So that's kind of where I got, how I got to where I am. That's a great summary. I love it. Just like, yeah, just put a shop. Yeah, just amazing. Went amazingly. And then I was like, yeah, I'll sell that. And I'll do this other thing that I'm magically good at now too, because I've just got a brain for it. That is so cool. <laughs> um, yeah. I love, I love that story. I didn't know that about you. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. So obviously marketing is a massive passion of yours and you clearly know your stuff. And so for my listeners, what do you see are three common mistakes that business owners are making with their marketing at the moment? Like what are some things that we can improve on and change and do differently to help our businesses succeed more? Because I don't know if you agree with this, but I believe that there are so many good businesses that aren't succeeding. And the main reason is because of their marketing. They've just got this great idea, but they're not, no one knows about it or it's not strategic around how they're presenting it to the world. And so no one's buying from them, even though there's nothing wrong with their actual product or service. It's it's the way that they're marketed that's that's letting them down. Oh, I 100% agree. I remember a couple of years ago, I wrote an article uh, that was published in lots of different places, major newspapers, and also, you know, some smaller sort of online blogs. And that it was basically, if you want to support small business, when you Google something, go to page six, because that's about where a small business owner uh, starts. That's where you get the real gold. Everyone else is just good at the SEO, uh, you know, page one, they're just good at the SEO. But if you really want to support the grassroots small business, start on page six, like, could be page four, could be page seven. I don't know, but you know, randomly page six. So I could not agree with you more. And I think the number one mistake that I see small business owners making, and everyone is going to hate me for saying it, and but I know Jack that you will back me up here, is showing up the human to human marketing side. If you want to stand out from a crowded marketplace, there is one thing that sets you apart from everybody else and it's you like no one does business like you no one can sell whatever it is that you're selling like you and yet so many small business owners hide behind their product they hide behind their services um you know they don't allow people to get to know like and trust them and I think as podcasters we know the power of voice we know the power of showing up for our audience 
And I think it is something that's missing from a lot of people's marketing is the actual showing up. And I get it. People hate the way they sound and people hate the way they look and things like that. But, um, you know, I remember having a conversation a couple of years ago with my friend Sam because I had to do a Facebook Live through a program that we were doing. And he got so sick of me whinging. He just basically looked at me and said, Jen, you look and sound the same to me right now as what you will on the Facebook Live. So just go and do it. Stop being annoying. And he made me cry that day. But it was so true. Like we can talk to other people. We can communicate with other people, but put a camera in front of us and we freeze and we think we should look and sound different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. There's, there's something really special about when you feel like, you know, a business owner, like I think about some of the small businesses that I purchase from and I work with one of the reasons I've worked with them or one of the reasons I keep going back to them in particular is because I'm like, I want to support you because I feel like I know you. I feel like I like you're not just a face in some random big corporation. You're like a little person with a little family and I want to be someone that supports that. And then the other side of actually, I feel like I know you and I get along with you and I would like, I, I want to be a little bit friends with you, even though it's just between purchasing from you. And so I just love that idea. And as you, as you said, like there's that point of a lot of people have this fear around showing up and this fear around putting their face out there or their voice out there. What are some good tips around wading into this area? If there's someone who is feeling really, oh, I don't want to do this at all. Don't let me do it. I suppose there's a few um, tips and like one of them is to get a professional photographer in. And I know that costs money and I know that, you know, small business owners can sometimes, you know, it's not always in the budget, but sometimes having a professional photographer who makes you feel comfortable, makes you giggle, uh, you know, and captures those beautiful photos of you, that can help. Um, the other thing that can help that are probably more free is, um, you know, the boomerang. You know, I know not many people sort of use boomerang photos anymore, but, you know, it's just basically a three-second clip of you moving or doing something. Um, there's slow-mo sort of uh, videos that you can take or the other one that um, completely has gone through my head where you record like 10 minutes of film, but it's only like 10 seconds when it plays back. Like a time lapse. Yeah. I like time lapse. That's the word I was looking for. Or just setting your camera up. And I know, Jackie, you do this really well. I've seen you do this a few times. It's just basically capturing you working away. So you're not looking at the camera. You're not talking to the camera. It's just basically somewhat you forget the camera's there and you're just going about your natural day. Or use your voice. Like, you know, if you are trying to highlight particularly a product, if you're a product-based business um, and you're explaining the product, like, yes, you're filming the product, but it is your voice that the audience is hearing and that sort of thing rather than, you know, just using captions and writing a caption or something. So I think there are a couple of easy ways to ease into it. Um, but somewhat, I think, you know, I need to encourage any, your listener to sort of go, just go to your social media platform of choice, pick up your phone and tell the audience three things they don't know about you. And I promise mm. you, it will be one of the most loved, liked, and commented on posts that you've probably ever done. Yeah. I love that. And like some of those things are still going to be scary for people, but it's that decision of this is going to be worth it for my business. And this is going to make, I, I find it so much funner in business when I'm allowed, feeling like I can be myself. Like when I feel like I can show up as me, when people are actually not rejecting me for me, but they're like, oh, hi, Jackie. I, I love I love how you talk fast. Or I love, someone said that I didn't realize that he did the other day. She's like, I love how you say really, really, or so, so. Or like, that, that's how you emphasize a point is I use my word twice. And I was like, 
didn't even realize I did that, but she loves that about me. Cool. Um, How much so, has she yeah, listened to you and watched you to have picked that up? Like, you know, that's I know, super right? She's only even a new follower. I was like, oh, mm. this is cool. Um, mm. And so, yeah, thinking those things through. And I love the professional photos idea too. Like, as you say, it can cost money, but even if lots of photographers have like those mini, mini headshot days where they get like 10 business owners will come in here and they have to pay for like half an hour worth of their time and they have it like discounted than buying them for a whole session. And it's just a great way to get like five, 10 photos. You're just like, actually, I don't look so bad. Like, this is nice. And you just put one photo out there and see, wow, no one hated me for that. No, the world didn't learn. Amazing. And yeah. you know how they say there's like uh, two weeks between a good haircut and a bad haircut? There's about two months between a bad photo and a good photo. You get your photo taken and you think, oh, I don't like that. And then a couple of months later, you're like, okay, that's not too bad. I should actually use that one. And of course, following you and, you know, taking lots of tips and tricks that you do, you can repurpose that one photo so many times and put it on different backgrounds and do different things with it. Um, And if you're thinking like your suggestion then of getting, you know, going to a headshot day, you're like, well, I don't know. There's nothing like that around me. Gather 10 of your friends or gather five of your friends, book a photographer together and just do it. Be the action taker rather than the, the follower and just, yeah. Yeah, just get it done. Yeah, I've had some friends in, in Tassie that did that recently. Three of them got together, borrowed a photographer for the day, or hired a photographer for the day, and like the photos turned out so incredible. And I was like, this is like that's such a good idea. Um, so yeah. yeah, amazing. All right, so that's step. That's kind of mistake number one of yeah. not not forgetting to show up and to yeah to be yourself and to put yourself out there a little bit. What's mistake number two that you see business owners doing? Um, and it depends on what sort of a business you've got. I find that you're either one camp or the other with this one, but no selling. People forget mm. to actually sell what it is that they actually have to sell. So sometimes e-commerce businesses do it too much. It's kind of like buy my candle, buy my other candle, buy my other candle, buy my scarf. And you're kind of like, okay, what else you got for me? Like, where's your human to human marketing? You know, where's the, the other bits of a business that makes you stand out? And then other businesses that you can scroll for a long time before they actually say, I have this for sale. Would you like to buy it? Um, yes. Sometimes people do lots of good calls to action and there's like, you know, subtle selling, but an actual, here it is, buy it type of thing I find that yeah some small business owners because they feel that it's icky to sell um but unfortunately you're in business and we're allowed to make money it's kind of the object of being in business so we do have to sell um don't sell your soul to the devil but you do actually have to sell at some stage so if you feel if you look at your Instagram it's a great example because you can see your grid really easily if you look at your grid and you're like oh I haven't actually sold anything or had a post in the last nine posts where I've sold something or you look at the last nine posts and you're like oh my god all I've done is selling um you know that's something to sort of think about when you're listening um you know to this chat here Um, and maybe it's not selling season and that's okay if you know you're not in a selling uh, season then that's okay ignore this piece of advice until you are in selling season but yeah just be really aware of whether you're selling too much or not selling at all yeah I love that and I think in my world I've seen to I think it's yeah it's that side of the, the spectrum of forgetting to sell and feeling icky of selling and we forget that like even my even myself I have to coach myself through this of Jackie you are a business people people are following you for your Canva tips and for your branding advice but they know that you're a business you are going to sell I have to I can't just give out free tips because that's not going to make me food and so knowing that if people are going to like if someone's following you 
they have they can unfollow you if they think you're selling too much but the you you've got the ownership and you've got the ability and you're allowed to sell on your own platforms like there's nothing like as you say you don't want to like do it every single post but you could, and you'd be allowed to do that because you are a business. We're not like, you, 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 unless you're a, a, I don't know, anything, anything other than like, if you're a business, then you're allowed to sell and just they're learning yeah. to be okay with that. I think that's really, really cool. And I love that tip of looking at your last nine Instagram posts. So if you're listening to this right now, whip out your phone, unless you're driving and, and check what those last nine posts are and how many of them were selling posts. If there's none there and you do have something to sell presently in this season of your business, that's on the that's on the to-do list for this week. Get out there and just just share something. It doesn't have to be a really long post, but letting people know because there's so many businesses that I follow. I'm like, you're really cool, but I would have no clue how to work with you. I don't actually know what the actual product or service that you offer is. Can I can I hire you? I would love to hire you, but I don't, I'm not going to go through and doing all the hard work to find that out. I just want you to tell me, how can I hire you? So don't be afraid to put that out there. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. You've got to make it easy. You know, people are busy and we are so super lazy. It's just not funny. So, you know, make selling simple for them, Um, you know, make yourself easy to buy from, but also uh, sort of realize that I guess sometimes vanity metrics get in our way. It's just like, oh, but if I sell too much. But the reality is not everyone sees every post that you do. Not everyone who follows you (laughs) sees all that. So it's probably at the point where you're like, I'm so sick of selling this thing that people are probably just starting to take notice of it and are probably starting to think, oh, yeah, I've probably had enough touch points now to buy that. But the reality is, yeah, we... um, not everyone sees everything. Not everything. Everyone interacts. And if they do, they've probably already bought it because they're a super fan anyway. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with those points. Firstly, because I actually had a client who I who I know is on Instagram regularly and not, not a client yet, future client, the rest of the story that, that happens to be. And I personally reached out to her because I thought she'd be a great fit for a program I was running. I was like, oh, hey, would you like to join the co-creation club? And she's like, the what? I would. Can you tell me more about it? And I was like, I've been posting about this every single day for the last week or two and you have no clue. And she's, I was like, oh, this is like the ultimate illustration in it's okay to sell more than once because not everyone's seeing all your posts. And yeah, so don't be afraid. Like, don't feel like you're showing up too much. Don't feel like you're selling too much because the chances are your posts are barely getting seen. And I think, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but there used to be that stat going around of like someone had to see your, 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 your content for like seven times or something before they thought about purchasing. I'm, I'm hearing that number's going up and up and up and up. And so like it might be closer around 20 times or 30 times, I think I heard. And so you need to be in people's faces, not in a, like a buy this thing all the time, but enough people are aware of what you're doing and 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 that, that you, want, you want to bring in the education pieces and all the other things. Like obviously that's really important, but not being afraid to bring in that selling piece as a key part of your posting schedule. Yeah, absolutely. I I totally agree with all of that. It is, it's something we've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable about. And I think that's a really great lesson to sort of think, man, I'm so sick of this. And yet someone I think would be great that hasn't registered with them. And the touch points are exactly that. And sometimes it's not the touch point that they don't know about it. It's the touch point of the taking the action. It's just like, yeah, I must do that. I must do that. Oh, next, I'm going to go and do that. And then, you know, 
you have to cook dinner or, you know, you get distracted by a TikTok video or whatever has actually happened and you still don't get around. So again, you've got to have another touch point to make you take that action. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess that comes down to knowing your ideal client and, you know, you know, knowing how busy they are and how many touch points yeah. they actually need. So yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Like as a consumer, I always like if I see a sale on something or I see someone offering something, I'm like, I won't take action on that yet because I expect that they're going to post about that again at a time where it's going to be more convenient for me to go take a look. And if they don't, I'm like, I get mad and like, it's closed now. Why don't you post about it again? I was going to buy that, but I just did it. I needed a reminder. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you're like, oh, I'll do that. And then you can't remember what it, like who posted it and, you, and you're looking yeah. for hashtags that they might've used or you, you, you're trying to use key keywords to kind of search and you can't find it like, oh man, I'm just gonna have to wait to see if the algorithm serves it up to me again, because I can't remember who it was, but yeah. I really wanted it. So yeah, they're important lessons. And I guess, yeah, that's a good lesson to sort of think about your own habits and, you know, your own shopping habits and then go, hmm, well, if I was my own ideal client, no wonder I'm not selling that because I don't sell it often enough. Yeah, I love that. All right. So that's tip number two, mistake number two of people forget to sell. What is the third mistake you find people are making in their businesses to do with marketing? Yeah, so I think it is not making marketing a priority, basically. It's kind of marketing becomes a sometimes activity or a, or a when I get time activity and they just don't have a strategy behind it. So it's kind of like, Ugh, it's Mother's Day next week. I better put some posts up about Mother's Day. Um, what am I going to post about? Oh, you know, post, 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 post. But there really wasn't the strategy behind it. You know, you didn't think about it, you know, four, six weeks in advance and go, radio, this is actually what I'm doing for Mother's Day or, or this is how I'm going to get more business during winter because winter's particularly quiet for me or, um, you know, like leading that horse to water type of thing. But yeah, so they either don't make it a priority or when they do, it becomes a, a rush job rather than something that is strategically done inside their business. And, and really my business yeah. is to try and encourage people to make marketing a priority to kind of make that appointment with yourself to go, you know, every week, every month, every day, depending on how you work, um, you know, to sort of go, what's my marketing going to be? What's my strategy going to be 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? Yeah. Okay. And say if we were to have, I love that idea of having an, a bit of an appoint, appointment with yourself to work out what your marketing strategy is like, like even thinking about, I guess, what, 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 what would you recommend is some good things, some good questions to ask yourself in like a little meeting with yourself around those things? I imagine maybe thinking about, yeah, the things coming up in your business and how you can prepare your audience to want to buy those things or planning the marketing strategies around each of those things. What else could we be thinking about? Yeah, so I try and theme my business a little bit, um, you know, like my e-commerce business that I have, which is an online marketplace. You know, I sat down at the start of the year and I went through the calendar and wrote a different theme for every single week. So that's what we sort of concentrate on our socials and our email marketing and that sort of thing. So they're things like when's NADOC week? When's Mother's Day? Um, when's Australian Made Week? When's Father's Day? Uh, you know, what other sort of things are out there and kind of mapping all that out. And then you can kind of see the gaps. Okay. So, you know, in July, I've got nothing to talk about radio. What am I going to fill the gaps with in July? Uh, and, and that works really well for that e-commerce business. And especially if you've got a bit of a team who also helps you with the marketing, you've kind of got to give them 
you know, I, I guess ideas and strategies on how you're going to do that. But other questions, yeah, just like what's coming up, but what's not coming up next week? What's coming up in the next 30 days, 90 days, 60 days type of thing? And and just trying to do a little bit of a mud map for yourself or, or going back and having a look, you know, what was I doing this time last year? What worked last year? Did it work? Did it not work? Having a look at your insights. Um, but, you know, again, coming back to the whole strategy then thing, if you sort of think about, well, how many times do I sell? How many posts, are, you know, or emails going out with selling? How many are actually about brand awareness? How, you know, talking about who I am, what I do, why I do it, all those sorts of things. Um, and then, of course, you've got your pure engagement things that, you know, could be tips, could be tricks, could be that really cool meme that you found or that little video you want to share. And really it has no, like sometimes people will buy from it because they will pique their interest and they'll be like, who is this person? What do they have to sell? But really it's all about sort of engagement, um, getting the likes, getting the comments, uh, you know, getting that community around you. Um, and how many times, like if email marketing is important to you, how many times are you sort of um, creating lead generation? You know, where's that lead generation strategy in your business? So kind of like breaking it all up. I, I know it sounds sort of complicated, but, you know, one post could be both um, brand awareness and could be engagement and could be a sales post. Like it doesn't have to be individual posts, but sort of like breaking your strategy down and making sure that, you know, you're not always selling or you're not always just sharing really cool sayings and memes that aren't actually generating revenue and, you know, saying to me, email marketing is so important to me, Jen, but I actually never create any lead generation. I'm never actually building, you know, putting posts out there or doing emails or doing other uh, marketing activities to build that list. So I guess coming back to those business goals in some some ways. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Those are some really great questions to ask. Um, I've written, I've written those down. I'll be in the show notes for anyone kind of wanting to, to look over those again. Um, yeah. And I think you're just thinking about the other different types of content, the different things you've got coming up, the different, different ways you are generating leads. And like, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I've got this opening for like a design, like a design one-on-one thing in like four months time, but I need to be promoting it now and booking it now, not just waiting until it's got an open spot in four months time and thinking, oh, I've got no clients. Oh, well, I didn't actually advertise it, did I? So yeah, mm, planning those yeah. things can be really, really impactful and it can and be fun too. When- yeah. Oh, wait lists. Exactly. Wait yeah. lists are so powerful. That whole urgency, scarcity, get in first, um, you know, be the first to know. People love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And one of the other things you were saying too, around our social media and building that engagement, um, like even just something that I do is when I'm in like a, a cart open period for a live program that I'm doing, there is a lot of selling. And so sometimes in there, I'll put a post in the middle of all of the selling that I know is just really good engagement that is going to um, attract my audience to me or attract new people to me and get the likes back up because the selling posts don't get as many likes. That's just a fact normally. And that's okay because it's, it is a selling post. And so ask thinking thinking strategically around like how can I rejig that engagement so even for me like doing a post about me or being a mum or something usually gets more likes than me selling something so I'll do a post about me being a mum in the middle of a whole massive launch cycle so that people can actually like oh oh Jackie's a person again (laughs) I get to know her or like they might comment and like and then because they've commented and liked Instagram's like oh this person's interested in Jackie I'll show them Jackie's next few posts and then next minute they're seeing my selling posts even they might not have previously 
Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, is it grandma's nibbles or gra- nana's tid tidbits or something nuggets. that you do? <laughs> nana's <laughs> nuggets. That's it. Like, you know, I'm sure that people always love those. I always love those. So, yeah, like, you know, that's great. And I think that's a really great strategy. It's kind of like, um, you know, thinking about how the world works, how the algorithm works, how humans work, and sort of developing that strategy around. I think that's a really great tips so I don't want sort of the listener to brush over what you just said you know you're in the middle of selling you need to bring things up again you know reach a, a wider audience um, than what a selling post will so throw something really cool in there I love that it's a great strategy and so I guess the point of that is just to, to look at what works for your business and 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 to remember that you can you can you can you can work with the algorithm and like and 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 let people see you and and it get, comes back to that first point of not being afraid to shop as you because often that's what people love the most is is like I know for me the when I post a picture of me that gets double the likes if I just do a text post just from the fact that people are getting to know me and they're getting to my business and people connect with people they connect with eyes like it's just it's just human nature and so leaning into that rather than being afraid of it I think can be really powerful. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And I I guess when I was sort of talking about showing up, one thing I didn't say was, you know, if, if showing up means you have to put a filter on, whether that be cat's ears or just looks like you've got makeup on, then do it. Like it shows that you've got a filter on. It's not like you're tricking anybody to sort of go, I naturally look like this. Like we can literally see there is a filter on. So if that's going to help you show up then just do it, these people are like, shouldn't use filters. I'm like, why not? Why not use a filter? We all know it's a filter. You're not tricking anybody. So just do it. If that's going to be the thing that is holding you back, just do it. Yeah. If that's going to be the difference between you showing up and not, then absolutely go for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Like, yeah. No, I, like, I, I yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, sometimes I'm like, I don't like posting filters, but at the same time, I 100% agree with you. If that's the difference between you showing up and not, please shop with a filter. I would rather you be there than not see you at all. Yeah. That is so, 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 so true. So, so true. All right. Any final bits of wisdom for us before we wrap up today's episode? Probably just going back to, again, the whole reason why my business exists is to help people make marketing a priority or to encourage people. So, you know, I've got a thing in my diary twice a week where I have to do my book work. So I've got zero on a Monday afternoon and zero on a Friday morning because I hate zero. I hate paperwork. I hate book work. If I don't have that appointment, I could go months without even until the accountant sent me a message and goes, you know, do you need like, you know, how's your bass going? It's like, oh, is it bass time? Like, you know, so it's not on my list. So I make an appointment. I, you know, and sometimes I ignore it, but it's there in bright yellow every single week. So I can't ignore it for too long. So if that's what it takes for you to do make marketing a priority is putting that appointment in, um, you know, consistently every single week or every fortnight, depending on how busy and, you know, um, how much marketing you need to do, then that's my tip I'd like to leave you with. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Let's get let's get some dates going with ourselves for our marketing. Yeah. Um, you could even make it really pretty. You could get yourself a piece of chocolate and a candle and be like, this, this is my marketing time. <laughs> or you could do it Absolutely. in the bar. Absolutely. Less ideal, but yeah, make yeah. it make it fun. You can do like that's the beauty of running your own business. You can make it what you want it to be. So why not do that? And take yeah. that 
myself sometime. <laughs> I've certainly um, been known to be in the bath and come out dripping wet running to the office because I've got this really great idea and I haven't got anywhere to write it down. And so I have to write it down before I forget it. So, you know, yeah. allowing yourself that time to relax, sometimes the best ideas can come. 120,000% agree with that too. That's so good. Okay. So how can we get in touch with you or work with you if we're interested in, in that, Jen? Yeah, thank you. So um, I hang out on the social media platforms, um, Instagram at Jen Donovan underscore. I think on Facebook, I'm at jendonovan.au or something like that. LinkedIn's a place I like to hang out. So if you're keen to hang out on LinkedIn, come and see me over there. Otherwise, um, I'd love you to come and have a listen to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. If you are looking for a podcast to add to the list, um, yeah, or just reach out. I, you know, send me a DM. I love DMs. Um, love to have conversations in there. So yeah, thank you. That's amazing. Thank you for joining us, uh, Jen. It was, that was such a valuable discussion and I'm so excited for how my listeners are getting, going to get to implement those wonderful lessons you've shared with us today. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a great chat. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode with Jen and I. Um, it was a wonderful discussion and I really want to make sure that you feel encouraged to take some action today, whether it's just posting a little selfie or maybe even just posting a picture of your feet if you're trying to wade into showing your face and showing up in your business to build that trust and love and like factor. Uh, whether you are wanting to work out, actually, have I posted at all a selling post in the last nine posts on my Instagram and maybe stepping that up a little bit and maybe also scheduling into your calendar a bit of a date with yourself to spend some time doing your marketing and thinking about your strategy for that because I can guarantee that when you do, your selling and your sales will increase. So thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast if you're on YouTube or give it a review if you haven't already. I would love to know what you're thinking in the podcast. Um, and so thank you for joining me today and I'll see you next week for another episode. Bye. Well, you don't have to be sad. This episode is over. There is more. I would love to see you over on my Instagram at whitedeergd and we can chat, we can catch up, you can see what's going on, you can see all the different tips. Plus, if you'd like more freebies or more information or more help, just head to my website at whitedeer.com.au. See you next week.